John chapter 12, 45 through 50. Once again, John chapter 12, 45 through 50. And he that seeth me, seeth him that sent me. I am come a light into the world, that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. And if any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not, for I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. He that rejecteth me and receive not my words hath one that judgeth him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. You may be seated. When a lion attacks its prey, or a polar bear hunts for its dinner. When a wolf pursues the next meal, they seek and find the slowest and weakest. When the enemy, being Satan, pursues who he goes after, he goes to and fro, up and down, seeking whom he may devour. He will continue to pursue the weakest in the word and faith. A lion will run until one breaks from the herd. The enemy pursues those that stray from the body of Christ. Satan attacks homes, children, jobs, your health, just to get you to doubt and give up on God. If you are worn down by these things, if the enemy is attacking you, if you are at your lowest point, don't give up. Don't stand still. Don't stay in a dark place. Don't join the pity party of the world. If you do, you become easy prey for the enemy. The enemy will attack the weakest or the weakness of your mind. The enemy wants to hinder your spiritual life. Yes, yes. Romans tells those of us that know the word. We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. It is our duty to help those under attack. Next time it could be you that needs the help. Even the world teaches you should not be in any place alone. Paul encourages and exhorts us to do this in 1 Thessalonians 5, 14. Warn them that are unruly. Meaning, talk to those who are being difficult or impossible to control. Parents often do this to their children. 
if you leave a child to themselves, what do you think happens? Come on, somebody. Exactly the same applies to God's children. That's why all scriptures is given by the inspiration of God. Because sometimes we need correction, among other things. Comfort the feeble mind. Those that are weak in faith or mind. Give them the ease needed in their time of trouble. Sometimes it is just being there when they're when needed. Then support the weak. Meaning hold them up so they don't get any weaker. And then be patient toward all men. Remember, you didn't get your strength overnight. And you will not always be strong. If we are left to ourselves, what do you expect will happen? As the people of God, if we stay together and hold fast, if we unite in fellowship in his word, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. If we submit ourselves unto God, resist the devil, he's the one that will flee. We don't have to run from him or to him. He will flee. In these last days, as we need each other, so, can, so we can see and identify, so we can know what is and what is not. So our subject this morning is light. Our subject this morning is light. I just had to get that off my chest. You know what I mean? Light. Let's first look at what it says in verse 45. He that sees me sees him that sent me. Jesus is telling them, when you see or understand me, you are understanding God the Father. Amen. We too must know when we read the scriptures, when we understand what Jesus is saying, understand it is the Father saying it to us through the word. Amen. Jesus went on later to say, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If you had known me, you should have known my father also. And from henceforth, or from now on, you know him. And you've seen him. What Jesus is trying to tell them is God chose them, or God chose him and sent him. He is the express image of the father. He said, I am my father, are one. Again, the purpose of his will and having eternal life is knowing both the Father and the Son. Let's go back to verse 35 for a moment. Verse 35. Then Jesus said unto them, Yet a little while is the light with you. Walk while ye have the light. Lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness knoweth not whither he goeth. 
We know Jesus is the light. And the light illuminates darkness. Jesus is the light of knowledge answering our darkness. He is the light of grace and holiness that gives us the solution of our darkness and sin. He is the light of joy and comfort that removes the darkness of misery and horror. Darkness blinds you from the light. Darkness blinds you from the truth. Darkness blinds you from God's understanding because darkness is your own understanding. While we have Jesus, who is the light, let's walk in him. Let me say it like this. When you are in the word of God, when you are around those that have the word, while you fellowship with them, you have less of a chance to stumble. Less of a chance. But when you leave the light and those in the light, you soon lose direction of where you are. Does that make sense? Verse 36. While you have the light, believe in the light that you may be the children of light. These things spake Jesus and departed and did hide himself from them. We know the light is the word. And Jesus is the word. So while you have Jesus, while you have the word, believe and walk in them. John 1 and 1 said, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. John 1.14 said, the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Then Revelation 19 and 13 said, and he, being Jesus, was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. And his name is called the word of God. Again, so while we have Jesus, who is the spoken word, believe in him. Remember, Jesus told his disciples, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. So I can boldly say to you today, if you believe in God, believe in his son, Jesus, and believe in the word of God that reveals Jesus. Don't be fooled by false teachers who fill their pockets and hold the truth in unrighteousness. We are reminded in Romans 13, 11 through 13. And again, it says, and that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than we believe. Understand this to mean it is time to get serious. It is time to get serious about the word of God. It is time to get serious about our life in Christ. Literally. Think about it. When you first wake up, your mind is foggy. You must focus. Some of you got to put on your glasses. Sometimes you don't even know where you are because you slept on the couch. 
and you're trying to figure out just what's going on. If you have not been studying, if you have not been practicing what is preached, the mind can be unclear. It can be foggy of what is true and what is not. It's time to get that cup of coffee that you've been needing when you wake up, which is the word of God, not Folgers. For the light that holds your salvation is nearer. Verse 12 says, the night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. And let us put on the armor of light. We are deeper into the last days than you think. The work of darkness is trying to overshadow your light. It's trying to put your light out. Verse 13 says, let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envy. Let's walk so we will not be a fraud, but genuine. If the world sees us as a public uproar, which is rioting, if the world sees us overcoming, being overcome or getting intoxicated, this is getting drunk. If the world sees us in lewd or in modest behavior, which is chambering and wantonness, if the world sees us being contentious and resentful, this is strife and envy, what will they think and how will they see or receive Jesus? Going back to John 12, 37. But though he had done so many miracles before them, yet they believed not on him. The Jews who heard of Jesus and had his teachings, they were eyewitnesses of his miracles. Though he had done so many miracles before them, they still did not believe on him. Isaiah 51 and 53 and 1 said, who hath believed our report? And to whom is our, the arm of the Lord revealed? Today, God has made himself known. He has healed. He has delivered and provided and shown himself without question. But what God has done is never enough. Many have turned in disbelief and said there is no God. Their hearts are waxed cold. The gospel has met with more in all ages who have rejected it by unbelief than those who have received and been saved by faith. Why? Eyes have been blinded. Hearts have been hardened. Ears have been closed. Many then did not believe in the report. Many today have not believed the report. They could not see nor understand. They could not hear to be converted and be healed. But the light, the word, the understanding 
has been given to us so we may have eyes to see and ears to hear. So our hearts may be changed and converted. Our salvation is nearer than we first believed. Again, going to verse 45 and 46. And he that sees me sees him that sent me. I am coming lighter to the world that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. When you believe on Christ or in Christ, you are believing God sent him. You are believing God spoke through him. And Jesus said in his prayer to his father, neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. So those who he has given to teach and preach his word, they are giving you the gospel. So you will not abide in your own understanding and in darkness. Let me use this metaphor. If you are cold and it is dark and there is fire, as long as you are around that fire, you will find warm and you will see what is around you. But if and when you leave that light, leave that fire, you lose the warmth it gives and the light it provides. Without a source of heat and light, you will soon turn cold and begin to stumble. The fire led you to the light. If you have lost your way, if you feel cold, if things are getting foggy, come back and abide and believe in the light. Listen to what Jesus said in this next verse. And if any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. Jesus said, if you hear his words, in our case, what is preached or taught, if we hear what the Bible is saying, we're not talking about words from other books and opinions. If you don't believe what God says, that is your choice. Jesus didn't come to judge you or try to make you believe. Jesus didn't come to form an opinion about you. He came to deliver you from your opinion. He came to salvage you which is lost. Believe it or not, all of us are salvageable. 48 says, he that rejected me and received not my words hath one that judges him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. What is being forgotten is the words that Jesus spoke are the words that came from his father. Amen. What is important here is Jesus said, he that rejects me receive not my words. Understand this, rejecting Jesus and what he is saying is directly rejecting the father who sent him and what he is saying as well. Don't forget God so loved us that he gave Jesus. Jesus said, he that believeth believes on me as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. He also said, I came that you might have life and that more abundantly. Jesus told us he is the bread of life. 
He that comes to me shall never hunger. He that believes on me shall never thirst. When you reject the son, it is by the words that he has spoken. And by those words, you shall be judged in the last days. But if you hear his voice, you will still have breath. Why you still have breath? You still have time. Hebrews said, today, if you will hear my voice, harden not your heart, as in the day of provocation. Look at verse 49. For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which has sent me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. By whatever name you want to call him or recognize him as, this commandment was given by the Father to his Son, and it was to be given to us that we may be free. With that, my time is up, and I thank you for your